Welcome back. This is the continuing series, Conversations with Gabriel on Lost Arts Radio with Dr. Gabriel Cousins. I'm Richard Sachs of Lost Arts Radio, and Dr. Cousins has some really relevant and time-sensitive issues to go into today, so let's get right to it since our time is limited. And uh, welcome, Dr. Cousins. Let's see where we go today. It should be interesting. I'm very happy to be here. And let's start with a prayer, merging the heavens and earth and the heart and the mind. And in these days, connecting the heart and the mind to create some balance is a pretty important thing. So we'll start with this prayer. Now, it's also good to start with a little dance to get spiritual joy going, especially when times are tough like they are now. And so we're going to talk a little bit about meditation very quickly. It's good to focus your mind so you can get a quiet mind. So we start with Yoda and then breath, hand the out breath. Wa and then breath, hand the out breath. Yoda from the base, up to the heart, hey out to the heart. Wa from the base, up to the dot, third eye, and then hey out to the heart. And so if you have your own mantra, that's fine. Uh, But the whole idea is, you know, focusing on the divine name in this time in this world is generally a good thing. And we'll get into why that's generally a good thing. But surrounding yourself in light protects you from the, in the spiritual warfare from the demonic forces. And we'll talk about the levels of that. So when you're meditating, you're focusing on the divine, it it really does work. I'm going to lead you also through a short visualization, which further uh, gives protection. So we'll we'll dance, and then we'll go into meditation just for a few minutes, and focus on looking in my eyes, and the spiritual energy comes through and can kind of support your spiritual energy and soul energy. So that's how we're going to start. And so, one second, and we'll be ready. Okay.
Okay. So now we're just going to go in the meditation. Just see something here. Okay. So just focus on my eyes for a moment. You now go into meditation for a few minutes.
Então, slowly visualize the energy rising up, going all the way through multiple levels of consciousness to the center point of God. And then releasing this downward flowing energy goes around the base of the earth and up through all the energy centers in the earth, up through our feet, and activating the lydic gland, which is the, the power source of the sacred feminine. It's two finger breaths below the navel and three finger breaths deep. And this light again. Lighting gland gets activated, the power of the sacred feminine rises up, reaches back into the multi levels of heavens, and releases a downward flowing energy. And it goes to the pineal gland, it's kind of in the, uh, in, in the head, of, uh, uh, in the center of the head. Um, and it has the release of the sacred masculine that just turns the whole body into a light energy. And these two energies come together, sacred masculine and sacred feminine, which is the plan in the Messianic times, and releases a tremendous amount of white, pearlescent light, and it begins to burn up all darkness Toxic compounds, graphene oxide, graphene hydroxide, all these subtle grids that are in the system connected to the Internet of Bodies, the Internet of Things, and it's burning up all these things that can control our mind and our bodies and uh, the intracellular tubules that are uh, been put in the vaccine, and all of it's burned up. And then this tube continues to uh, expand, burning up everything right to the very center of the earth, to the other side, and up into the first level of heavens. And now continues to spread, sealing um, different uh, interdimensional spaces through which dark forces come, demonic forces come, different portals all sealing and being burnt up, and then clearing the solar system, clearing the galaxy, and clearing the multi-universes into the nothing. And then we take a deep breath and can feel that light of the divine in ourselves, in our heart, and it begins to expand in sphere not only covering us, filling us with light, but everyone it comes in contact with. And finally, that sphere surrounds the whole earth. And it's beaming down on the earth, you know, filling all humans with light. All the primates fill with light. All the fish and the birds and the mammals and the trees and the plants and the whole living planet is immersed in this light elevating the consciousness of the planet like never before. Just stay with that vision. And now we're going to slowly come out of it. 
and discuss uh, some of the more controversial uh, questions today, but really helping us look at the at the bigger picture. And we've we've had uh, uh, some major. Supreme Court decisions, and I don't want to take it just on the literal thing. If we if we begin to understand, if we begin to understand that the issues are the forces of light and dark, uh, it's about power and control and Satanism being active. It's not really about women's choice. That's the way it's being defined because it confuses people. Uh, in, in reality, uh, there's a certain autonomy all bodies, all people have with their body, but the fact is the baby is genetically different than the woman. It's not her body. Guess whose body it is? It's not the woman's body. It's not the man's body, even though it's a mix of those two. It's God's body. Big picture. It's God's body. Okay, and we have these separate energies uh, in that, you know, the genetic merging of, of the male and female, but also um, the baby is distinctly different. The mother's brain doesn't control the baby's action. Of course there's interaction. You know, we know uh, ancient teaching is showing you play certain music to a, a baby in the womb, and that's going to affect their consciousness. That's been shown. You know, you play war music, they come out as a warrior, pay spiritual music, there's much more spiritual interest. Some of those experiments were actually done in India a long time ago. But that's the point I'm making, is that uh, there's a whole way of looking at this. It's very different than it's my body. I can do what I want. Well, it's, again, it's not your body. Um, in the Torah, it has a different position, which is woman's life is the uh, key deciding factor if it's at stake. But the decision is made between the woman, the husband, and the rabbi, and the doctor. So everybody's involved in this decision because it's cutting across a variety of issues. Okay? Now, that's one level of, of looking at it, okay? Just get away from this simplistic and inaccurate. You know, if you're, if, you're, if, if you're carrying a baby in your arms and you decide, well, I'm carrying my arms and I can do what I want with it, and that breaks the sacred trust between the parents and the, and the child, um, and it really doesn't work that way. If you see the metaphors in a different way, it's like, okay, you're carrying a baby. Okay, that's your job. It's not your body, though. Different consciousness. Different DNA. Separate being. The research is showing that even at the point of inception, there's a tremendous energetic release when the sperm and ovum come together. It's a different energy. So it doesn't belong to the woman, it doesn't belong to the man, and it really belongs to God. It's the spark of God that's activated. So that changes the discussion and the perception in a very big way. 
It's just too plain, simplistic, egoic, and highly inaccurate to even think about it as this baby that I happen to be carrying is, I can do whatever I want with. Okay. Now, that's one level. Okay. There is um, more to this. And the other piece that's to this is the satanic piece and the offering of the babies to uh, Mulak. Because in ancient times, that's what they did. They were offering the babies to appease the gods. Now, why are they doing that? So if we know anything about the subtleties of metaphysics, we understand that those lower deities they call gods, those uh, which did exist, were drawing the energy from the babies. We call that nephish. It's the lower part of the soul. And they were drawing the life force for themselves. It's like, you know, the, the people who are doing the kind of human sacrifice today, they're eating adrenochrome, you know, which gives them power. Same thing. I actually kind of got exposed to this in, uh, many, many, many years ago before this became a topic. As a psychiatrist, I was working with somebody who was involved really on the dark side. And he had renounced it. But what he said is that, that the way the laws were set up, and I think this is before Roe Rover, no, it was probably slightly after Roe versus Wade in 1973. He said they, they would do ceremonies in the delivery room and some of the Planned Parenthood, that's where it was. So um, and these would be dark occult ceremonies. They were allowed to kill the baby in the womb and they would not be prosecuted. So they were doing baby sacrifice and doing uh, these uh, abortions, but a cult in the actual room. It's like, oh, I, I just never kind of blew my mind a little bit. It's like, well, wow. So this has been going out of Planned Parenthood, at least at Planned Parenthood, for at least 50 years. Now, don't let's not forget that 4,000 years ago, they were also doing that, offering babies to milk. And it was only at the time when Abraham did not sacrifice Yitzhak that they moved away from the idea of child sacrifice. Although, in truth, Yitzhak was 37. He was still a child to Abraham was 137. And so, uh, so we have to understand this tradition of baby sacrifice, which ended with Abraham, um, but continued in the dark side, in the human sacrifice side, and still happening around the world, is, is a very real part of the energy that energizes the demonic forces. They live off that energy. And that's what it means to sacrifice the babies to Moloch. You see, it's not like uh, people were... They understood the, the smaller level of the energy and uh, of the darkness of the energy. And so that's kind of a way to be understand this is spiritual warfare. So what happens when you cut off 
the energy the dark side's getting from the abortions. Well, that's a big drop. How big? Um, not as big as I would like to see it, you know, when you're fighting the battle. But we're looking at at least 60% of the abortions are done at home with the pills, the abortive pills. So that cuts it down a lot. And um, most, there's only seven countries in the world that uh, that don't consider abortion morally wrong. Seven countries allow abortions, and the rest of the countries consider it morally wrong. So this is all part of the bigger picture of understanding. If you understand anything about the darker cult, as I said, but, so this one guy had finally freaked out. He was leading some of these things, and he felt tremendous guilt and misery, and you know, he came to see me as a psychiatrist, and it's like, you know, we, we did actually uh, create some real healing, but it was not like, that was where I woke up to it. So that's maybe 50 years ago. This is before, you know, it becomes a topic now. Think about it. Doing black magic, dark occult ceremonies in the labor and delivery room, killing the baby legally because it's in the womb. That's pretty impressive. So understand, people did this. This is not a fantasy type thing. Um, and it's interesting to note the original Roe actually who brought the case in 1973, she actually became anti-abortion after winning the case. So that's an interesting thing. and gave blessings that they should win and be able to reverse it. So there's a lot of things going on that make you wake up to it. But we are dealing with satanic forces. This cuts their power supply by maybe 40%. And um, if you if you kind of know what's going on, we, we can see, and I'm going to talk about three levels of demonic action, okay? Um, the first is just repeating the name of God, and in the Christian world, it's repeating the name of Jesus, causes psychic pain to people who are demon-possessed. The demons can't stand the name of God. And uh, if you ever have a vision that comes to you and they start to give you advice, first ask, please repeat the UK okay, by the name of Jesus, whatever your religion is. And if they run away and can't do it, you know that was a demon. That's actually a classic task for that. Um, so, if, so number one is, is, let's say, demonic influence which is what we're seeing in society. The next is what we call demonic possession, where you're possessed by a demon. And the third is where there's cooperation. And we call that perfect possession. That's the term people use. So what, are, what are we talking about? Like Lady Gaga, who who's pretty out front about selling your soul to the devil. We've heard that one before. You get power, you get fame, you get all these things, but you also lose your soul. So we have the perfect possession. You agree to do it. 
in demonic possession where you weren't willing to do it. And you can't really depossess somebody unless they're willing to let go of what they get from the demon because there's power you can get from that. And then there's demonic influence. So we have these levels. Our society is being affected at all three levels with that. And that explains some of the really wild type things you're seeing. It, you know, I'm just seeing it at a, a distance of the, you know, uh, the internet. It's like, oh, this is really interesting. This is going demonic. Wow. And so, uh, you know, I have to be a little innocent in the not quite getting how, how big it is, not, not at this point living in the United States. Yes, it's worldwide, but it's really showing up big time. How people are acting. It's like, wow. Okay. Um, and we use the word inclusiveness and, and the use of the words are pretty important. So, PC is political correctness, but it also means polluted consciousness. And it's the polluted consciousness that I'm talking about that has to do with what's going on. And so they use the word inclusiveness. But what does it mean? It means, in a very overt way, what we're seeing is being a carrier of Lucifer. And just so you know, so the founding energies of the UN started with the Luciferian Trust, which was just too out front, and they called it the Lucius Trust. Now, very real, okay, from Madame Glavatsky. Okay, so understand you, when you start seeing how the UN's working, it's like, oh, oh okay, I start, to, I get it now. Um. So, uh, how do you protect them? Uh, so, you see all these things. You, you see literally people urinating in other people's mouths, uh, tearing up the Bible, people eating feces off the ground. This is demonic activity. It's pretty hard to say. You, know, you, you, you see a psychotic person doing that individually. So, we're talking group energy here. You know, as some people talk about mass psychosis related to the uh, bioweapon injections, okay, and, and uh, which are called the vaccines, okay. So you, you see all this happening. We also see reported from other sources that um, people from, there's an increase in demonic possession. Even the Pope has set up a special uh, depossession center. I, I think, I don't know exactly where it is. I think it's somewhere in Africa. Um, but a depossession center. And it's pretty clear this is related to the bioweapon injection. And it does, uh, it does affect the G, uh, 2 gene, which is called the guide gene. That, helps your connection to God. It tends to block that energy. And there's just a lot more demonic possession happening since they give the injections. I don't have the exact percentage, but it's enough that the Pope has actually literally set up a center for demonic possessions since the injections have started. So it, 
there's a lot of truth to it. Um, it's not the kind of thing you can get a really good percentage on, except there is a, an increase. Uh, and I, I don't think it's just the, the Catholic Church that's noticing it. I'm certainly noticing it in the general environment for people. Um, so, uh, so this is kind of a thing. Now, what can you do about it? That's the question. Well, if, you, if you're reading the the Torah, or you're reading the you know the, the Bible, the New Testament. There is some energetic production repeating the name of God, like I gave you. Actually, is protective. And uh, I advise people to do that before they go to bed, so you're surrounding yourself with that that energy. Okay, and understand the demons can't stand the name of God. Or the name of Jesus. They can stand them. Just drives them. They have to run away. So that's how we protect ourselves from demonic influence, demonic possession, and perfect demonic possession. So understand that this is actually what is happening, and it's right in front of us. And maybe what I'm sharing will help you recognize this as people are altered. And these shots, but there's there's more going on than just that. So the Roe versus Wade kind of activates, kind of, I can just say, makes it out front and blatant. That's the beauty of these uh, reactions. It's, it's like the dark side is flailing out because cutting off its energy source, 40% of its energy force is pretty thing. And then you know, we look at little words. Everything is kind of tricky. For example, gay pride. Pride is seen as a sin. Think about that. But it gets worked into the PC perversion of consciousness and suddenly, wait, what did we just do here? You know? Is pride necessary here? Well, if you want to make it into a sin, it is, yeah. Um, so I would say that Roe versus Wave has really seriously activated the spiritual war. It's highlighted it. And those spiritual battles have been going on a long time. It's highlighted it. Okay, we got the Sodom and Gomorrah. Again, the response is coming. We have a word in Hebrew. Can I... Madad, connect and um, and that's basically cause measure for measure is the way it's translated. So we see in this context, that abortion obviously has to do with those should not murder, uh, but it violates the Fourteenth Amendment, which is uh, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. And people say, well, it's setting us back. Well, actually, it isn't. It's moving us forward because setting us back, called slavery, 14th Amendment, you know, so slavery is part of the going back in time. No, we're not going back in time. We're freeing people uh, from the chains of the dark side. That's what's really happening here. It's, a, it's, it's actually progression. We're not going backwards into slavery. 
We're not going to go backwards 4,000 years where child sacrifice is completely accepted. Okay? We're, we're, we're doing just the opposite. Um, uh, so, the uh, babies are a minority. And we're living in a constitutional republic. And what I'm saying is that they, a republic is not the same as democracy. In democracy, the mob can rule. A constitutional republic is designed to protect the minority. And babies are clearly the minority. Um, and they have a, a 14th Amendment life. They're already in the pursuit of happiness. Well, that's pretty hard to do when you're uh, crushing your skull and tearing off your limbs while you're in the womb. And some places are even talking about, well, mothers can do it even after them. Well, first, it's not the mother's body. The baby is not theirs. The young child is not theirs. This is all we all going to God. It's God's body. So it's really a perversion PC. I literally is really a much better definition. This is perversion of consciousness. And when we look at a nation, it begins to allow God's blessing to return, you know, to be wake up. Okay? And I think that it's now overt. We can also make some choices because it's overt. That's the good news. That's the really good news, okay? Um, because if you take abortion and say, well, we have a right to kill babies, you know, it's inconvenient for us. Well, what's the next step? It's simple. Gypsies, Jews, it's called Hitler. It didn't start with Hitler. It started before Hitler. And actually based on teachings in the U.S., um, like with Margaret Sanger, Planned Parenthood, where they set up abortion clinics in, in black communities. Um, it's a Darwinian thing, although Darwin has been proved wrong. Um, but understand, we're talking about uh, the concept of republic protecting the min minority. Babies are minority, and all the subgroups are minorities, too. And that's part of the, the, the waking up to that. And um, so that takes us to uh, all lives matter discussion. The fact is, all lives, including babies' lives, matter. Not only that, so, so does, in a sense, even animals' lives matter, okay? They all have a soul energy at some level. Um, all life has a right to live. So that may push another button, but that's just, again, political trickery. You, you make a phrase, and then you try to hold it, but that's polluted consciousness, all life, all lives, human life, unborn baby life, animal life, it's kind of a vegan uh, teaching here, matters. Okay? And when you look at what Mark Singer did, where she had her plan really genocide of black people by putting up the abortion clinics in black places, but also 
and, and in different African countries and also in some places in Central America, they put uh, human chorionic growth hormone, which um, makes women infertile and creates abortions at the wrong timing. So they've been doing this in the, in the vaccines way before COVID came around, okay? So what we do see in the U.S., post-vaccine, over a million people have died with the vaccinated. Um, and this is the kind of thing we have to kind of see in the bigger picture. So what do we have the Democratic Party? We have the KKK as their active suppression of who, well, black people, but also uh, people who are different, and also uh, Jewish people. Um, so that's kind of, if you start to see uh, how it's been used. Kenya, they, they the vaccines were found to have HCG, and they were causing long-term infertility. So, we're stopping at least 40% of the energy. Remember, 60% people taking a abortion pill. So it's a different issue. Um, so we're blocking the dark energy for, for the Luciferians. Um, now, one thing to, to understand that's interesting is the vaccine compliance rate for LBGT, etc., is 96%. So there's all kinds of other pieces involved, you know, where people are pushing for things, and we're seeing the results will be so good. You know, so the monkeypox. Well, what about the monkeypox? Well, mostly gay, you know, homosexual transmission uh, because of the sexual practices. Um, in a way, I'm saying... We're fighting a death cult that actually targets those who, who worship it. You know, like the monkeypox. And, and so uh, those are the kinds of things we're really uh, that are really going on in the bigger picture. Um, and I don't want to get into the details of that. There's a lot of, let's say, research and information behind that supports what I'm saying. Okay. So we are in a cosmic battle to create a future of love, peace, oneness versus a culture of death, human sacrifice, of supporting and energizing the dark side and the demonic forces. Um, and uh, the mask is coming off. You know, the, the, the Satanist energies behind some of these issues. Uh, we need to understand. I mean, just think. I mean, I have to admit, I've had a lot of exposure, but the whole idea of doing satanic ceremonies in the birth room and killing the baby in the womb when the mother's ready to deliver with the mother's involvement, okay, is, is like, this really happened. This person really was doing it until it made him break down, but he was obviously not the only person. He was a kind of, he would lead the ceremony, so he was a little bit higher up in the system until he dropped out. 
Um, and the message here, again, in the spiritual way is if you return to me, God says that I return to you and we bless the land. Now, people are kind of getting afraid to, to do things. I mean, there's a 20% drop in birth rates in the United States. That's not because of abortions. I'm talking with abortions, there's been a drop because people are disconnecting themselves from parenthood. Different discussion. And when you're a parent, you care about the past, you care about the lineage, you care about the future for your children. You aren't having babies. You're not getting really in relationship. You're, you're disconnected from the future. It doesn't matter. Um, so there, you're not involved with any kind of historical truth. And, and so the younger generation is, is kind of like, well, let's not have kids. Bad for the planet. And, you know, but at 20% drop, we're, we're talking about uh, a disaster for the planet. Even the Chinese have stopped their one-child program because uh, you need a certain amount to keep reproducing unless you want to get rid of all life on the planet. And that is some people's agendas. So we have some, uh, I would say, pretty interesting thoughts to play with. I've really tried to give people kind of an overview more than woman's body, my body, my choice. Uh, there's way more than this because it's not your body. Even your what? Even your physical, your body of man or woman, it's God's body. But the baby is not woman's body. Not and see, genetically not the same. Um, I know people haven't uh, studied much biology. We have a mix of the male sperm and the female ovum, and it's not. That doesn't make it a copy of the woman. She does not own that. She carries it. She doesn't own it. And that's huge to begin. To just that's a simple starter. Besides, it's not your body. It's God's body. And it's babies. It's also God's body. So I'm going to bring Richard back in here uh, and see what he has to say. And we'll dialogue a little bit. It's great, great observations. I, I think... Um the only way there can be even a discussion that goes anywhere on this stuff is there has to be the right mentality of openness because as soon as people are mind controlled to latch onto a label or a slogan or anything like that, a fake identity that they have to defend there's no real discussion you know I think our mind control that we've all been subject to thanks to the partnership between the government and the corporations and the criminal media that we have, is not just brainwashing us to misunderstand issues. It's also programming us to, if if we encounter a, a point of view that's different from ours, different from what we've been conditioned to believe, the programming says, get mad, attack, you know, don't look at what's being suggested. So I, I think it's really a consciousness issue. If you have people in the consciousness... Perversion of consciousness issue. Yeah, Perversion of consciousness. That's what we're seeing the results of right now. And as long as that's the case, that makes people susceptible to 
possession and influence and not susceptible to common sense or being able to communicate. So you, you go out to these demonstrations, so-called demonstrations, which lately have been getting more and more like celebration of insanity, and you try to talk to the people who are involved, they're not capable of communicating. I mean, they're, they're only capable of attacking and repeating with great anger what they've been programmed to believe, and they can't look at what they're doing. So the solution, I don't think, is going to come from intellectual discussion with those people. We need something stronger. And I don't mean to stronger against them. They're, I, I see the personally, I see them all as victims. Of so, to interrupt for a second, I think the discussion we're having is to empower people who are ready to hear us, including yeah. our audiences, so they can get to spread this kind of new understanding. Yeah, I, I think I totally agree with that, and I would like to include, maybe as a separate part, um, how do you reach the people that are gone? Because they're, they're imprisoned in this shell of programming, but inside that prison, they're still there needing to get out. So for the people that are still coherent capable of looking at things, I think it's important, like you said, to realize the baby is not the mother's body. The baby, you know, we're all God's body, but the baby is also the baby's body. It's an individual person, and you mentioned it's not a clone of the mother. Cloning has to do with the physical form, not the person who's in it. So even if it was a clone, using this nasty technology to do that, it's still its own person, you know, because the person is not the, the costume or the body, and they, they need to be respected as a separate person. E, even when, you know, second trimester, they're enough developed, so it's really obvious murder of a person to do an abortion. Before that, they still are, and it's just a little bit less obvious to people that can't see. But... I think the reality is, uh, from what I observe, if the person, the new person, not a new person, but newly arrived person, is not present, no physical development happens. So if the, if the cells and the DNA are lining up according to a very specific personality which is going to define the physical journey of the incoming spirit, then the individual is there. It's not just a clump of cells. And it's some kind of a sacred responsibility, not just of the mother, but of both parents. The father has big responsibility, too, to protect the, the developing baby. And so does the mother. And it's just, you know, I guess for the people that you said you're talking to, take care of yourself so that you don't fall for the insanity. That, you know, that everything else follows if you don't do that. And for the people that are already caught, you know, I don't see anybody operating a successful means of reaching them yet, but I think we need to try to do that. And, and you can't do it by going out and arguing. A lot of people are trying that, and it, it might be entertaining and cause fights and stuff, but it, it's not waking those people up. And I'd like 
I'd like to see that developed. So what I see is our role, like with this program, is to empower a broadening circle. Right. Because the battle of consciousness. I don't have. I don't have to convince one hundred percent. You know, let's let's get ten percent. You know, we know and people meditate. If one percent of a population is meditating, there's a sixteen percent decrease in crime. Yes. So it has this large effect. That's why you know, in, on my part, quoting, I just bless everybody that we're able to. That what's happening now is such a wake-up call because it's really to the advantage of people like to see this whole abortion thing, the way people are acting and to see yeah. what they're doing out there. It's like, whoa, this That's is a- impressive to wake up. Positive. And that can wake people up out of, well, I mean, we need to reconsider. These people are really crazy looking. Right. And there's such a thing as a positive pandemic. Yeah. And- where you wake up, I mean, the meditation showed a clue to that, that if you, you can influence, and actually that was answering my question to some degree, because they were influencing violent criminals who were obviously not open to the discussion, and they were still influenced. And what I'd like to see is us take that to the next step, where it starts getting a bigger and bigger expanding circle, and to the point where it can no longer be stopped. Positive. So I'm, I'm inviting everybody, you know, to when it's ten o'clock Israel time, three p.m. East Coast time, noon West Coast time, to do this simple visualization because we're we are actually having an effect on global consciousness. That's that's really the, the perhaps the most important thing to understand is we do have power and. W- using it in a way that we can reach uh, really millions of people with a very small percentage of the population. Because there are a lot of people who just, they don't support this, but they haven't been moved to act on it. And that's kind of where I'm aiming at in, in the discussion. If this goes out and it's going to wake up more people, and then the circle widens. Um Right, and there's a point of no return. I, I, this hasn't been proven, but I feel it to be true, that you take that to a certain point, and it would become a wave that covers the planet. Yeah, so it's pretty exciting, and that was the second part of the meditation. Uh, burning up all the dark forces, the Internet of bodies. I didn't say of things. I said of bodies, human bodies, where you just disrupt that internet of human bodies so that can't be controlled by our outer forces and outer influences. That's, and then creating a field of light that uplifts the whole living planet. Yeah. The rock people, as we say, in Native Americans, but the human ones, and the flying ones, and the swimming ones. It's been referred to as the Great Awakening instead of the Great Reset. Yes. And I think that's a nice, it's a, it's a really perfect way to, to say it, the Great Awakening. That's what we're going to get. I'm very positive about that. It's really our main job behind all the other jobs. Yeah. So it's exciting. I, and I hope and I bless people that we really 
get an insight into this current issue that's going on because it's it's way bigger than that. Yeah, it's a clue to the real issue. And and it's not, a, you know, if you address it by saying, well, we have to fight the bad guys. And obviously, I'm not a pacifist. I believe in self-defense and all that goes along with that. But the mentality of violent fighting is not the remedy to the frequency that's going on right now. You know, we're not out to kill the bad guys or vanquish them in a physical battle or anything. That You do that if you have nothing better. Last resort. But the preferred means is to awaken the bad guys so the bad guy, there aren't any bad guys anymore. Inside the bad guy is the good guy, and in in chains, like somebody already caught up in a spider web, and it's a test for us to see, can we help them get out? And I think everybody who has even started on that says, well, a bunch of talking is not really going to do it. You have to get yourself out first. And that gives you the ability. So we're trying to do that. Right, if you would agree with me on that. Oh, totally agree. And I think, again, I want to bless people that they take this and empower themselves, see what's going on, because this is a huge wake-up call, what's going on, the way people are acting in these demos. This is like, wow, what a gift. And then be blessed that you're feel strong enough with this different angle of insight to be able to share it with people who can hear and as Richard said don't spend your time trying to convince people who absolutely don't want to hear that doesn't work and waste a lot of energy share with people who are ready to hear and there's lots of people and ultimately what we're able to really share is only what we become you know we can memorize a lot of really neat sounding language but it's who you are that you share so you know work on yourself is everything in a way it's not isolation it's the root of your interaction as well good so powerful message so that should be tied into the homework that you're leaving us for the week right yeah <laughs> the big hope which is within your own heart yeah is really to examine how our actions move us away from uh, the influence of the demonic influence that's trying to influence the world how our actions not only can lead us away from it but towards the light you return to me I return to you and that's how this is solved that's how evolution increases. So examine your actions. You know, are they bringing me towards light and towards God? And that's the answer. That's the solution. Changing yourself is really a powerful thing to do because you're not disconnected from the other people. Everybody, This is something you brought up that was really important. We're actually affecting everybody already. We're manifesting a reality already. It's just scattered. And it's not with focus. It's not as conscious as it could be. We, we don't have to learn to manifest. We're doing it. So all we have to do is change how we're doing it a little bit. Make so, it Richard, I just have a question. 
Now, if people want this, now they can go to drcousins.com and go to treeoflife.mn.co. And I believe all these discussions are on my website. They can get it also on your website. In other words, yeah. so people can review this or refer people to this, yeah. right? Posted on a lot of platforms. I mean, we're on BitChute and Brighteon and Blog Talk Radio and uh, iTunes, I think, and um, a bunch of other ones. If you go to LostArtsRadio.com, it has links to wherever we're, we're not banned and are still not. I mean, you don't get – this is kind of an interesting observation. You don't get banned by talking about spiritual things by even YouTube and the really intense banning platforms – because I think the reason is because they don't think anybody's actually going to do these things about spiritual, you know, approach. They think we're just going to talk, and so they're at this point they're not threatened by it. But at, at Lost Earth, even though they don't realize this is the main threat to the evil agenda, is change of consciousness. They don't they don't think anyone's going to do it. But since we talk about other things as well, subjects, you know, like you mentioned. Uh, the dreaded vaccine word and things like that, that they banned because they're afraid of people actually not taking the bioweapon shot or recovering from it, learning how to do that. That threatens them. But the spiritual stuff is all over all the platforms that I know of because they think people are just going to talk to each other, not do anything. Right. And there is plenty of information about how to antidote the bioweapon and how to protect yourself from COVID, um, that's available uh, clearly on my website, but on a lot of websites. That's right. Fortunately, that's true. So there are, there are ways to recover. But this main thing that you're promoting now is, and this again, the real trick here is to go from words and talking where people say, oh, that's interesting, you know, what's next, what's the next program, to putting it into use. And I think the essence of that comes down to stopping, you know, the constant mind chatter of critiquing everybody else and getting quiet enough to look at your own thought pattern and your emotions. And you've got to refocus there into a reality that you would like to create because you're creating one that may not be what you want. That change is really powerful. And I think all of us are trying to... We want to get there, you know. I, I hesitate often from talking about this stuff because I obviously haven't mastered this stuff, or any of us that had mastered it, the world would look different. But we're on the way to it, you know, and that's what we've got right now, so we have to try to share it and... Hope that somebody else picks it up and takes it farther. Doesn't have to be us. It doesn't matter who it is. Just everybody see what they can do. It's and collective. It's a collective, not one person. It's, it's a collective. Even though we're we're believing in the critical importance of individual respectful, but individual freedom. The collective has always been operating, too, because everybody's energy is being put into this network that goes to absolutely all other life forms. And you, as an individual listener to this program, are walking around with unimaginable power that could help heal the whole situation. Kind of trying to get to that. 
Okay, so I think we're complete. Uh, I think so too. And again, may everyone be blessed with this understanding and take it to your heart, move it into action, and help awaken those around you through your action, through your presence, and moving out of perverted consciousness. Aho, Amen, Shalom, 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 Shanti, Shanti, Shanti. Amen. Thank you, Dr. Cousins. That was beautiful. Now we'll go to work. Okay. Well, like I was trying to say, the, th- the whole issue is to move from talking to changing ourselves. And a lot of us are working really hard to do that. And the idea behind it is that we've every single one of us, because of where we come from and what we're made out of, which is not physical, has this unbelievable healing power that could that is affecting all other life forms now. It's just that if it's not focused and if it's not really tuned into the source, then the effect is largely lost or is not positive. And we need to change that. And our time to do it in this chapter of this adventure, you know, life in the so-called real world, is limited. And we don't know how much of it there is, but we need to use what we have. So I'm seconding Dr. Cousins' suggestions. And I would say to start, watch where your thoughts and especially your emotions are, because the thoughts aren't where the power is, it's in the emotions. As far as I can tell, there are no magic words, no magic thoughts, positive or negative. The curses come out of focused emotional negative intent, and the blessings out of focused positive emotional content. And if you try to do that from yourself, you're limited in what you can do. But if you let it flow through you from spirit, from your source, then you you don't get um, exhausted, you're not limited and you're only limited by what you've changed in yourself. So I'm saying we should all do that first. And in the process of doing that, we start affecting everybody right away. You don't have to wait. And new ideas are coming out with how we can enhance this. I'm going to I'm going to try to make a video about this later today that should be released in the next 24 hours or so because it looks like a major powerful tool that we've got that I've been trying to clarify for weeks and weeks now without mentioning it in the videos and it's just about ready to be talked about so stay tuned and stay in touch watch lostartsradio.com and watch for the next voice in the wilderness video I'm going to try to do it today if I have time today or tomorrow for sure and um It'll have some details about what what I'm talking about with this last reference. Other than that, um, stay in touch at lostartsradio.com. Take a look at all of our commercial-free content, including the articles and videos on the website every day. And um, it's all for one purpose. Work with yourself. You make yourself whole and healthy and solid inside and it's the best thing you can do for everybody else. So this differentiation between selfish and selfless is, is a misunderstanding. 
you take care of yourself the best you can, get really conscious of what you are doing that's positive, what you're doing that is uncomfortable, and get quiet enough to feel it, add to the positive, and move it around to a different focus. And you'll be helping the whole world as you do that. Okay, so lostartsradio.com, and if you're interested in participating in what we're going to be starting with this new uh, additional tool, planetaryhealingclub.com, if you have resources to help us stay on the air, there's donate button at lostartsradio.com, and we would really appreciate that. And there's also a subscribe star link, which does the same thing. Um, that's deeply appreciated. If you don't have the resources, don't worry about that, though. And um, spread the links on the platforms that will still carry it. And mainly take care of yourself. See what you can do to get back in touch with who you really are and drop all these fake identities that are just really exhausting to carry around anyway. You don't need those. And we're all working on this as quickly as possible. And let's help each other. See where we can where we can get to and how fast. I think we can do it, I'm sure. So, thanks for being here. We appreciate you very much. Consider you to be the hope of the world, which is not just a vain hope, it's for sure. So let's turn the attention and do it, and we'll see you next time. Take care.